And so yeah. MLB has deliberately ignored this for years, created a problem that didn't need to happen because once pitchers realize nobody's going to do anything about it, then they get more yeah. bold. And so you go from like, oh, I accidentally got sunscreen on my rosin or rosin on my sunscreen. This is actually <laughs> really effective. Instead of having that happen, now you have these guys who are like basically super gluing their fucking fingers to the baseball and then ripping it off every time they throw. Like it's it's nuts what these players, some of these players are doing allegedly. And I yeah. like this is all Rob. This is Rob Manfred's fault. If you change your mind, take a chance on the first thing in line. Take a chance, honey, I'm still free. Take a chance on me. If you need me, let me know. Gonna be around. If you got no place to go, when you're feeling down. Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome back to our fantasy baseball podcast. Uh, I am your host and commissioner, Alex. I'm here, as always, with my co-host and co-commissioner, Ned. Ned, uh, how you been these past two weeks? It's been a while since we've last talked. Kind of, not yeah, really. Yeah, kind of slacking, huh? Yeah, well, I mean, I think we deserved a good uh, a good week off. Uh, we've been crushing it at this podcast. The listening yeah, listeners, uh, the data is like, it, it, it's, it's ticking up, you know? <laughs> Getting more listeners every day. So I think we deserved a week off. Or one listener is listening a lot. I mean, that's good for them, I guess, but whatever. <laughs> hey, I, I see it as one more person, but uh, no, um, sorry about last week. Uh, things just kind of got out of hand uh, with schedules and all that, but we will uh, bring you all the uh, fantasy info that you crave. And so I'm just going to do a very quick uh, recap of week nine, essentially just read out the scores. Uh, and then we'll, Ned and I will break down what happened last week. And then we have uh, our guest, uh, second time on the show, we have Nick Oliver, who will be joining us to talk about some sick, sticky situations. Uh, but yeah, looking back at week nine, which is two weeks ago, uh, Torson's team lost to TBD uh, two to seven. Steroids lost to Sammy's team four to five. Tony's Kneebreakers tied to Morgan's team four to four. Dodger Doggers tied to No Got baseballs five to five uh this was a big game george brett party pants took his first l to uh remind me set team uh three to six john boy's neighbors lost to alex's stinky team three to six killing me smalls lost to remind jack three to seven and my team the losing edge tied to touchdown and he throw airplane emoji three to three uh but now let's go ahead and look at what happened last week and uh, we will start with Sammy's team versus Will's team, TBD. Uh, this one finished six to three. Ned, what can you tell me about this, uh, this matchup? Uh, it was close in three categories, but I mean, it wasn't that close. Um, for Sammy's team, Salvador Perez really paced that offense. Uh, he had five of the 13 runs, two out of the four home runs, and 10 out of the 30 hits, which I always think is an interesting note. Um, he just had too much dead weight from Crone, Mount Goodrum, Mount Castle, Solak, and he had an empty outfield slot. Um, then when it combined seven for 64 with only three runs and five RBIs and a stolen base. Um, Castillo looks pretty nice, actually. I think that's like two or three good starts in a row for him or two out of three good starts. Yep. Five and two-thirds, only gave up four base runners, three earned runs, uh, struck out seven. So, you know, if Castillo is clicking into form, that's a good thing. Um, John Gant, on the other hand, and a second bad start in a row. Only went one and two thirds. He only struck out one. He gave up five run runs and six base runners. Um, his closures were solid though. They got five safe holds combined. 
Um, Vita, week 11, I think it's going to be, he's got two starts from Castillo against Milwaukee and San Diego. So those are some tough matchups. I don't know how he's done in the first one. Uh, and he did add a new player, David Fletcher. So it's going to be interesting to see how he fits in. Um, for nice. CBD, I think, you know, Will's got to be happy. I think that's two, two wins in a row for him. Um, signs of life from Charlie Blackman is always fun. Seven for 17 last week. Um, Kristen Yelich, after his IL stint, the second return seems to be sticking so far, knock on wood. Um, he had four runs and six RBIs scored for him. Uh, Adelise Garcia cooled off a little bit. So I think you're hoping that that's just, you know, a little lull and not the league figuring out how to pitch him because he has been electric for the first couple weeks that he's been up. I mean, then went five for 22 last week. Uh, he hasn't homered since May 26. I thought it was an interesting note. Let's see if this was as of Monday. Um, no stolen bases since June 2nd as well as of Monday. Um, I think also Murphy keeps struggling. Went one for 16. Uh, Sean Murphy at the catcher position. Um, he homered Monday, so I don't I think he, you know, might just sort of have to take a bad average with the power potential there. Um, he got strong starts from three of his pitchers, Giolito, Rogers, and Paddock. Paddock, I think you're really happy to see pitching well again. Um, they went for a combined 21 innings, only give up 17 base runners and six runs, 26 strikeouts. Um, Dunn, on the other hand, got done in uh, three innings, five earned runs. Thank you for laughing. Uh, I got, I got you. Um, <laughs> I think the key to TBD's week 11 is Matt Chapman. Um, he's been hitting a little bit better. Is he heating up? Uh, his last seven, again, as of Monday, was nine for 26, um, two homers. Uh, and I think he's continued a little bit of production this week. So, if Matt Chapman is clicking into place, if Charlie Black Blackman is clicking into place, uh, TBD might have a little change in fortune uh, coming the rest of the way. All right. Well, let's move over to our next matchup, which we have Tony Kneebreakers, which is Anthony's team, versus Steroids, which is Victor's team. And Tony's Kneebreakers took this one six to four. Uh, looking at this, it kind of looks like Tony's Kneebreakers had all the offensive uh, wins, and he won the one pitching win that uh took him over the took him over that hump uh was it closer or was it just kind of a big win for anthony no it wasn't very close. yeah i mean it was the quality starts were a little close which anthony picked up um but he won all the hitting categories i mean his offense is pretty killer um for tony's knee brokers, uh i also want to Vlad guerrero who's not normally known for speed he got a second steal of the year last week um, he also got five runs, three homers, eight RBIs, and went nine for twenty. <laughs> God damn! So Vlad Guerrero's just doing it all. I saw something. I saw something today. Uh, he and Tatis and Acuna have a chance to be the first top vote getter at the all for the All Star game. That's age twenty three or younger. Which, which is pretty. Griffey remarkable. didn't get one. What? Griffey didn't get one. That's crazy. Griffey, Griffey was twenty four. So there's been four players who's got who had it when they were 24: Bryce Harper, Ken Griffey, uh, I forget the Daryl Strawberry, and Johnny Bench. But Acuna, Tatis, and Guerrero are all 22 or 23. So by a pretty wide margin, they would be the youngest ever top vote getter at the All Star game. So I just thought that was a little interesting note. Um, I think for Tony's Kneebreakers, Polanco also had three homers, so that was pretty good. Uh, Tucker and Rosarina were staying strong. Um, they combined for nine runs, 13 RBIs, 15 for 42. Uh, Lizardo, uh, you got to sort of be worried about him a little bit. Three straight blowups, um, two relief appearances that week, two two and two-thirds innings, five run runs allowed, only one strikeout. Um, Marquez was also hit hard. I think he had a really nice week the week before. 
but this week he uh, was a great American ballpark, which is sort of a hitter's haven. Um, he only he went five innings, gave up 14 base runners, eight earned runs, struck out only five. Um, it's just not what you want to see. Uh, Hendricks, though, was a nice little pickup for him. I think he's going again tonight. He was pitching pretty well last time I checked. Um, he uh, picked him up at the end of May and has three quality starts uh, so far. He's not going to give you too many Ks. Um, so that's, you know, you take the good, take, take the good with the bad. Uh, last week he had six innings, only four base runners and only two runs. Uh, Tony Disco looked great as well. Back-to-back great games. I think he had a complete game in there, three, uh, eight strikeouts, only three base runners against Washington. Uh, the key to, to Tony's kneebreakers week 11, though, is going to be Max Muncy to the IL with an oblique injury. And Ben Benintendi had a broken rib to the IL on Monday this week, so I think it's a little dead spot in the lineup. Um, and you're looking for Luzardo to show signs of improvement. So you either want him to be throwing more innings uh, each outing or you want him to at least have clean innings because right now he's doing neither. And that's just not going to do you much. Um, for steroids, I think you got to be happy Tyler O'Neill is staying hot. Uh, five mm-hmm. runs, two home runs, three RBIs, six for 16. Uh, Tatis looked a little mortal. I don't know who's doing this week, but last week he went five for 25, only, only two home runs, <laughs> only five RBIs. Um, Aaron Nola had a dominant second start, seven and two thirds, nine strikeouts, gave up no runs, only four base runners. His first start was pretty mad, but you know, Aaron Nola is, um, he should be better than he's been performing. So, Always looking for some upswing there. Uh, Taiwan Walker sparkled in the start last week. Went seven strong, nine nine strikeouts, only one run allowed, uh, six base runners. His relievers were looking good, which was nice because the week before his relievers were looking not good. Uh, his key to the his key to the week eleven. Um, Tatis has three games at Colorado this week, so I'm, I think those are past or he's in the last one now. Interested to see how he how he's done. Um, and also keep an eye on Kevin Biggio. Uh, Kevin Biggio was a guy that Victor picked up after I think I got impatient and dropped him after somebody else got impatient and dropped him. Um, he's six for 15 through Monday with two homers since coming back from the IL. Yeah. Um, he, so he, he's it, been looking he, good. Yeah. So he had interesting a, to see how that goes. He had a home run stolen today, so he's been hitting the ball. Well, uh, going back to Fernando Tatis, cause he, ha- he has been playing at Colorado. He's, uh, out of the three games he's hit two home runs. So he's doing Tatis things. But uh, let's go ahead and move to our next matchup, which uh, was touchdown and heat throw airplane emoji Britain's team versus Morgan's team. And Britain took this one six to four. Uh, how did this fold out, Ned? Uh, this is pretty close. Home runs and RBIs are close. They split those. Whip was kind of close. Britain took that one. Um, for touchdown and heat throw airplane emoji, uh, I mean, <laughs> every week I'm going to have to look at this and it's going to be frustrating. Isaiah Connor Falefa. Mm-hmm. And Starling Martin, well, get back from the injury. Those two were otherworldly. They combined for nine stolen bases. Nine between the two of them. 13 runs as well, two homers, eight RBIs. They want to combine 23 for 50. God damn. That's nearly 500. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pretty... She's getting a lot of. Uh... Are you talking about me? Yeah. 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 I know I got Will Smith, and I know Will Smith is a good catcher. But I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have dropped IKF. <laughs> yeah, I told, you, I told you. I called it at the time. Hindsight's twenty twenty. You you never know. Man. <laughs> well, congratulations. Um, I do want to just to just to bring her down a peg. Uh, Frazier came back to earth. He was doing very very well. Um, he he did go A for twenty four, but he he really had no counting stats. Um, so I mean, he, he probably pretty happy with that, just because. 
you know, eight twenty eight for twenty four is helpful, but you kind of want him to be scoring a little more or, or doing a little something. Um, Myers had a rough return from the IL. He went for three for sixteen, got no counting stats. Hopefully, he's doing better this week with also games at Colorado. Um, pitching, her pitching is actually pretty strong. I think that was a concern of hers early on. Her closes are kind of bumpy, but um, you know, uh, her starters all went at least six inning or at least got six strikeouts and under a one whip uh, last week, which I think is pretty impressive. Um, her key to week 11, Javier Baez had a little thumb injury. He got a, he pinched it on Monday, but he missed games over the weekend. So I don't know if he's been playing this week. And then Starling Marte just been on tear since coming back on May 28th. Uh, let's see how long you can keep it up for. Um, for Morgan's team, uh, Brantley returned uh, to Brantley was kind of a little dead spot in our lineup for a while, but you know, if you leave it alone for long enough, then things come back around. So, four runs, six RBIs from Brantley, 12 for 20. That's nice. Um, her Oakland pitchers were dominant 23 innings combined, 18 base runners, five earned runs, 14 strikeouts, uh, two quality starts, and four save holds. I think she has Petit, Minaya, and uh, who's the third one? Bassett. Bassett. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, yeah, I think. Her key to week 11 is Aaron Judge missed Sunday with back spasms. I know he's playing tonight because you just robbed a home run from somebody on Toronto. Maybe that was Biggio. Uh, so, you know, keep an eye on that. Back spasms, back issues tend to come up, and that's sort of why Aaron Judge uh, was valued on draft day where he is because he's a big dude and he has back issues. All right. Well, uh, let's move on to the next game, which uh, – Dodger Doggers Brandon team took this one nine to one against Alex's stinky team. Um, this one doesn't look that close at all, Ahmed. No, nah, a little bit. No, you... and it actually, it, it's not. It's not as blowouty as it as it looks. looks. Yeah. RBI is sort of average, sort of ERA, WHIP, and qualified. All those are five categories that could have gone the other way, and I mean that's a totally different outcome if they do. Um, for Dodger Doggers, he's got to be pleased. Uh, John Carlos Stanton returned with three homers, eight RBIs. He did miss Saturday and Sunday, um, but I think that was just because they were at Philadelphia where there's no DH. So I think that's worth noting. Maybe if uh, Stanton has some away National League games, just maybe don't count him, don't count on him for that. Um, Kyle Schwarber had been contributing there, that's, and he kept doing it, six RBIs and three homers last week. Um, Robbie Grossman uh, stunk it up two weeks ago, but had a nice little farewell this last week. I believe he has since hit the waiver wire, but he had four <laughs> runs, two homers, six RBIs, and went nine for 24 in his farewell. Um, I think he had, uh, Dr. Dargis had six starts from his starters. Three of them were good. Three of them were bad. Um, the good ones, he went 20 innings combined, 19 base runners, 19 strikeouts, five earned runs, and three quality starts. And for the bad ones, he went 12 and two-thirds innings. 28 base runners, 14 strikeouts, seven runs, and zero quality starts. So I thought that was an interesting little schism. Um, I think Bieber might have had uh, one and one. Lopez might have had – I think each of them might have had one good start and one bad start, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, the closers were solid, though. Four safe holds. Um, that's sort of nice to see. I think his key to week 11, uh, Trent Grisham returns. He's a familiar face for you. Yeah. Uh, will he stay healthy? And then Bieber and Pineda both went down on Monday uh, with shoulder injury and an elbow injury. Um, and so Brandon's going to have to make some moves this week uh, to sort of pick up for that. And um, I think you're hoping Bieber only misses a start. I think Cleveland is a little optimistic about him, but 
he's one of the game's better pitchers. So it'd be a big blow for, for not only Brandon's fantasy baseball team, but also for the Cleveland Indians Major League Baseball. Um, for Alex, man, so if we team, lost Degrom, Glasnow, and Bieber at this point. Hey, hey, hey! We have not lost yeah. Degrom. It is he. Uh, all of his MRIs yeah. came back fine. He still has. They might rest him for a start, but hey, don't put that evil on him. Yeah, I think Glasnow's in the worst shape of that trio. Yeah. Um, I mean, he, he he's I, he's he should just go ahead and get Tommy John, in my opinion. But he's going to rehab it. Yeah. Back to the playoffs. And that'll we'll come back to this because Tyler Glasnow had a nice little uh, press conference where he basically blamed mm-hmm. losing the sticky stuff on his uh, arm forearm injury. So we'll, let's come back. We'll put a pin in that. <laughs> come back to it. Um, Duvall, I think, delivered for Alex's sticky team. He got four runs, three homers, eight RBIs, and two stolen bases. Um, I just don't understand why Dom Nunez is still starting though. He's got zero <laughs> runs, zero home runs, zero RBIs, zero stolen bases last week. He went two for eleven. He only made half the starts, three out of six. Like you got to figure a decent catcher off the waiver wire, and I know it's thin, but literally you could you could probably pick anybody and maybe flip two of the three categories if they put yourself in a chance to succeed. You know, he lost runs by five, he lost homers by three, RBIs by two, average by seven thousandth of a point. You know, you get a guy who instead of going two for eleven goes three or four for eleven. That's that's a that's a big that's a point. Um, but you know, anyway, his pitching wasn't <laughs> that good either. So it's not all Tom Nunez's fault. Um, Freed and Gibson were mediocre. Um, Paveda got hit hard twice, and Scherzer only went a third of an inning before leaving with a groin strain. Um, so add, add that to the the tally of lost talented pitchers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the key to week eleven, I'm gonna he's. There were two starts from Boyd, uh, who Alex picked up as a free agent grab on Sunday, but he hurt his triceps. Um, so instead, I was I'm, I was going to do that Boyd pickup, but now I'm just going to say, well, Don Nunez do anything. Like, <laughs> let me let me lay this out for you. Don Nunez hit three home runs in the first four games of the season. Over his last 30 games, though, he's six for 47 with only six runs, no homers, two RBIs, and no stolen bases. He's only started 15 in the last 30 days. Ouch. 15 games in 30 days. Like, it's just – come on. <laughs> I, you're, clinging, you're clinging to Dom Nunez, and I just don't think – I don't think he's it for you. But it's not my team, so. Drag him, Ned. Drag him. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll jump to the next – we'll drag, jump to the next game. Uh, we have uh, Steve, uh, Steven's team, Remind Jack versus Torsen's team. And uh, Remind Jack took this one five to four. Um, how did this one play out? Yeah, I think Torsten actually sort of uh, snuck out with that five to four. It was close in three categories, stolen bases, quality starts, and save holds. Um, but Torsten took two out of those, and the third, third was a tie. So it could have been a little further away. Um, I think for Remind Jack, you got to be happy with this as a fellow Dodgers fan. Uh, Justin Turner and Gavin Lux were pacing that offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, they combined for eight runs, four homers, nine RBIs, and went 14 for 38 together. Um, Gary Sanchez, you have to be happy with. Happy with. He's been pretty hot. The last week he went two homers, four, four RBIs, went five for 17. He's been doing pretty well this week too. He might've hit a homer tonight. Um, we had a rare quiet week, week from Barnes and Melanson. That's his uh, law firm closer duo. Um, but they had no safe holds, only three appearances and in three innings, only two strikeouts. So, um, you know, that's sort of a bummer for him. Uh, Morton Yovaldi blew up. They combined for nine and two thirds innings, gave up 22 base runners and nine earned runs. Um, the key to remind Jack's week 11 He's got two starts from Uvalde, so see how see how those go. Uvalde's kind of been up and down. 
Um, and then keep an eye on Chris Bryant too. He's, is he cooling off? He was pretty good for the first couple months, but eight for 43 last 14 days through Monday, uh, only six runs, two homers, five RBIs on a stolen base. So he's not doing nothing, but you know, Chris Bryant has been a big part of that offense. Mm-hmm. Um, for Torson's team, uh, Ryan Reynolds quietly is having a second good week in a row. Uh, four runs, two homers, four RBIs on a stolen base, modestly five for 18, but he was good the week before too. Um, Aguilar as well had two good weeks in a row. Uh, last week he had a, he had a nine-game hitting streak that ended on Monday, um, but he went eight for 25 last week, and he did pretty well the week before that. Uh, Kershaw did Kershaw things, which is nice to see a little bounce back start. Uh, six innings, nine strikeouts, no runs, only three, three base runners. Um, I think TJ Anton, he's going to miss the week. Uh, he missed last week. He's going to miss the week now. He's on the IL with a forearm inflammation, which is never good. Um, and he was like a nice little young Reds pitcher who could potentially have turned into a starter or a closer or some sort of something. Um, so that's unfortunate. Uh, the key to Torsten's week 11 is going to be he's got two starts from you, Ryu. Uh, I think you also want to keep an eye on uh, Trevor Stories on the bench still, but he just came off the IL from an elbow injury. Um, he's been pretty messed so far. He does have nine stolen bases, but I think you're looking for Trevor Story to see how his production is going to go. He's been playing well this week, so those are points on the bench. But uh, let's go ahead and jump to the next uh, matchup, which is Jack's team. Remind me, set team versus our guest team, Nick. Uh, No got baseball, and this one finished five to five. What can you tell us about this one, Ned? Yeah, I mean, this is sort of close. It was RBIs, strikeouts, and whip were close. Um, For remind me, said team, uh, Anthony Rendon drove drove him in. I think now he's – I don't know if he's back playing, but he he had missed a couple games. Um, But he had eight RBIs last week. Uh, Smith was not doing very well. He went for – Dom Smith, the recent pickup, I believe, went one for 21 last week. Uh, Only one run, one RBI, nothing else. Um, his closers are killing it. He had nine save holds last week. I just looked at that. and that Yeah, happened. that was ridiculous. <laughs> that blew my and mind. They had 13 strikeouts. Too. They, they gave him like a basically stud start, 10 and two thirds innings, 13 strikeouts, and then nine save holds. You can't even compete with that. Um, Barrios, Mize, and Glass now were impressive. Um, nobody had a whip over one. Three out of three starts were quality starts. They got it combined for 25 strikeouts. Uh, I think the key for remind me set team, uh, he's got injuries, like injuries galore. He's got Glasnow elbow inflammation on Monday. Uh, Hanniger knee missed a game on Monday. I don't know if he's back yet. Um, I think he fouled. He might be back. He fouled a ball into his knee. Uh, Acuna had a pectoral issue. He hasn't missed any time, but you know that's like the third or fourth time this season where Acuna's had a little bump. Uh, he already has Loriano on the D, on the IL with a hip injury. He's running bases as of Tuesday. Um, Luke Voigt had an oblique injury uh, rehab game on Monday. Um, Moustakis had a heel injury, his rehab game on Tuesday, but I think they called him out of that. Or they're, they're, you know, I think he had a setback. Um, Byron Buxton is out with a hip, still sore Monday after three rehab games. So, you know, Jack is, I think Jack just has to be, I think has to be glad to get whatever points he's going to get until some of these guys are back. Um, and then no got baseballs. I don't know, Nick, do you want to recap your week last week? I'll, I'll be honest. I don't really remember what re- went wrong for me, except that I think I got almost nothing out of first base and catcher. Um, and I, and I also had to replace, you know, Longoria went out last week and I, I picked up your boy Bohm, which is eh, he's, <laughs> meh. He's, he's so, been better than he was. He was better than he was. Yeah. He's been better than he was, but, um, but you know, it's been really, 
Bellinger's done. Bell, or Bellinger's on he's the on the IL, IL. again. Um, yep. So I've I've got bupkis from him so far. For for a player I can't drop, and was my first pick of the draft. He's been absolute garbage. Um, I'm kind of I'm kind of losing faith, Alex, in your boy. I don't know. I don't know if he's I think he's hype. All right. Well, let's uh, uh we we can figure out we can figure we'll out a see. trade. We can figure out a trade. It's okay. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, no. Actually, the thing that I'm trade wise, if anybody you know is listening in. Uh, I've got Brandon Crawford riding my bench. Uh, he's got 15 home runs and um, is playing out of his mind at 34. So, um, you know, Tim Anderson starting to and, and Tim Anderson. Yeah, exactly. So, so Tim Anderson's probably going to stay in. He's probably the better, more reliable player, but if anybody wants to think about a, a third baseman for Crawford, if you need some shortstop, uh, let me know. Let me know. Nick, what do you think about Walker Bueller? I mean, he he had no earned runs uh, allowed last week, but he only got seven strikeouts in thirteen innings. I mean, yeah, Walker Walker's a little not, underwhelming to me. I mean, he's been nothing consistent. You need it. Yeah, he's been consistent, but but like not great. And then Eflin Eflin was not did not help my my stat line very much at all last week. So I actually put, I actually benched him and uh, picked up another uh, you know another relief pitcher for the the, the second uh, pitcher spot. So. Trying to be a little more competitive on the save yeah, holds, and uh, yeah, which well, is like <laughs> we'll see. I'm picking up. Half, I'm basically just trying to get the entire Giants roster uh, slowly but <laughs> surely. So you know. we're slowly just gonna have like Morgan's gonna have the Oakland days. You're gonna have the- yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're just gonna gravitate toward our teams. It'll be great. Uh, Steven's gonna have the Los Angeles Dodgers. <laughs> right, right. Um, Nick, I was going to say, I was noticing like Emmanuel Classe and Giovanni Gallegos. I mean, they're both talented pitchers, but they only have seven safe holds combined in the past 30 days. Yeah, I um, I kind of have been setting and forgetting on the on the pitching staff because I was doing so well with it for, you know, a couple of weeks there. I had a good run of it. Uh, and yeah, quietly, they've just kind of been not really producing. So I'm, I'm looking at them a little more closely right now. I may need to make some adjustments there. Um, not not getting the safe hold production that i need although although they are helping with counting or with uh, average stats yeah yeah uh, another interesting note i saw last week i think jose altuve had three homers and four hits yeah <laughs> yeah kind of a little stat all, box. all all he does is all he does is do homers hit homers it feels like right now uh, but he had a grand slam this week i think i was on monday or tuesday so you know i'll take it you can keep he can keep doing hitting a a couple of homers and a grand slam every week, and, and I'm, I'm happy with that. Well, the other thing is, uh, <laughs> I, I noticed it also pulled off the um, but I stole a home run, but went five for 26. Yeah, I think he muted himself because I think, I think Britain, Britain was uh, trying to, uh, oh, sorry, sorry, I was trying I, to I, chat. Yeah, I did. <laughs> No, I, uh, I was just going to say, Gritchick is definitely regressing, I think. So I'm, I think, I think next week he's coming out and Yastrzemski's coming in because Yastrzemski's looking, um, looking like a little bit more like the, the player we saw last year and a little bit of the second half of 2019. So I might give him a ride for a bit. Yeah, and it's, uh, it furthers your black and orange agenda. So. Exactly, exactly. Got well, to keep representing. I was going to say, your key to, your key to this, this week that we're in, I, was, I had Bellinger, uh, who had missed three games in a row at the time I made this note. Um, and then you added a third closure. So we hit both of those. So those are your keys of the week, Nick. Cool, cool, cool. All right, we will jump to uh, the next match, which is John Boy's neighbor, uh, Andy's team, versus George Rep Party Pants, uh, Travis's team. And uh, though he might have taken a loss two weeks ago, he got back to his winning ways. Uh, was this one in particularly close, Ned? 
Not really. It was close in strikeouts, quality starts, save holds. It was a one, one, and one out of those three. Um, John Boy's neighbors, bats are ice cold. Um, Profar sort of was leading for him, or not leading in a good way, but like leading in a bad way. Yeah. He seems to walk everyday starts. I don't know what's going on in San Diego. I don't really watch the games a lot, but it seems like maybe Grisham is back and are, are taking his outfield starts because he's just not getting everyday playing time. That's something to keep an eye on for, uh, for Andy. Um, Bubich was rocked in two starts. I think he also had a bad start the week before. A little Kansas City hometown team, um, but he went four and two-thirds and four innings, respectively. Five and four strikeouts each, five and six earned runs each. Um, his key to this week is uh, Sonny Gray's injured, um, which I don't know if he had him started, but he's got two starts from Arietta, and then he also tapped in Joey Gallo to play for Michael A. Taylor, so uh, it seems like Andy's uh, royal strategy, maybe he's uh, <laughs> drifting away from that, perhaps justifiably. Um, and then for George Brett's party fans, Don, or, uh, is it Don Bobichet? Dante is his father. Bobichet yeah, went off. He had 10 runs, two homers, five RBIs, and a stolen base. That's the type of thing you want to see. I think he'd been pretty quiet. He had a good first couple weeks, but um, sort of May had a, had a slow May. Uh, Jordan Alvarez was great as well. Five home, five runs, two homers, seven RBIs in the stolen base. Um, you get solid enough bounce back from Capriellen, six innings pitch, seven strikeouts, no runs allowed, only six base runners. Um, Ian Anderson kind of balanced Trevor Bauer there. They combined for 12 strikeouts, 16 base runners, four and runs, 13 and a third innings and uh, a quality start. So they, I think Bauer's maybe roughed up a little bit, um, or I don't remember which direction it went. Uh, but the key to week 11, uh, for George Bush party fans, he's got McCullers coming back. And that was sort of a, a bold move. Um, Two-start week against Texas and Chicago. So uh, I think it'll be interesting. That's sort of he was tapped in for Anderson, who had one start this week against Boston. Uh, it's a little dice roll, and we'll see if it pays off. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's go to the, uh, the match of the week. And this was uh, our match. We don't have to, we don't have to do this. <laughs> So uh, my team, the losing edge, took your team down, killing me small, seven to three. Uh, it was fairly close going into Sunday, uh, if I do recall. Uh, I, I do remember I was quite nervous shot. about it, um, but things just didn't go your way. But that's fantasy baseball. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, Jess, his home is back and I love that. He had six runs last week, six RBIs and a home run. Um, also, nice 345 average. Uh, Justin Upton was a solid little pickup for me. Eight runs scored, one homer, two RBIs, 333 average. I was hoping he would give me a little three-run bomb on Sunday <laughs> night uh, to flip uh, a couple categories, but he did not. Um, I had valiant pitching efforts from Framber Valdez and Aaron Savali. Yep. Uh, they were spoiled by Albert Alzali and uh, Garcia. Luis Garcia was also very ineffective. Um, I just... I've lost a pitcher. Like I had a two-start pitcher four straight weeks in a row that's gone down in the middle of their first start with an injury. I just don't, it's, I don't know what to do. Um, <laughs> my key of the week is going to be uh, a missing draft picks from rounds two, four, six, and eight. Uh, I'm also missing John Means. Um, I'm replaced. I have to replace, uh, I picked up Gutierrez on the Reds and Wainwright on the Cardinals for their two-start weeks. I think they both had very good first starts, actually. And then I also picked up uh, Fraley on the Mariners. He's been hitting pretty well. And I uh, just thought I'd roll the dice a little bit. 
Nice. Um, and then for your team, I don't know if you want to walk us through it, but uh, I mean, Carlos Correa, is he heating up? I think this is a good guy to talk about. He's, Nick. he's been, I mean, I'm, I got it. I got him from Nick. Uh, I'm going to have a dilemma once Seager's back. Uh, Carlos Correa has, he's may was really uh, good to him and June. He hasn't really slowed down. So once a uh, Seager's back, which should actually be fairly soon, uh, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. Uh, kind of have an excess of uh, shortstop. Does Seager right have now. any other eligibility? Nope. Seager is only... shortstop only. Seager yeah, and Correa are only shortstop. So I'm going to have to yeah. probably uh, put some uh, trade feelers out there. Uh, yeah. So we'll see. But um, we got yeah. two shortstops on the market here. Say that again. We have two shortstops on the market in this call so far: Corey Seager and Brandon Crawford. Exactly. Yeah, so. shortstops are shortstops are uh, doing well. This, this year, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I mean, I was happy with uh, I was happy with my team's performance. Obviously, uh, Zach Granke, I could have wished he wished he did a little bit better, um, and, and yeah, and Alex uh, Wood as well. But uh, Robbie Ray, super, super, he's he's pitching really well. Uh, what the hell, man? I mean, he 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 figured some things out. He gets hit hard, but uh, his uh, he's been very accurate. Uh, Hasn't been giving up a lot of walks and Rodon continues to do Rodon things. Um, always worried about the injury risk with him, but until it happens, I'm going to keep rolling. Hitter last week, like into the seventh, into the seventh. Yep. Last week. Mm-hmm. I have written down uh, Robbie Ray, Rodon and DeGrom combined last week for 30 and a third innings, only 24 base runners, six earned runs and 50 strikeouts between the three of them. Yep. Four out of five start quality starts. Yeah, like, I'm, happy, I'm, I'm happy. I'm here with, with uh, half a pitching staff. <laughs> like I got half a pitching staff that survived the week. Well, at least uh, one. Stringers. I just have to accept that Degrom's gonna miss every other week, apparently, at this rate, and yet still probably win the Cy Young because he's just insane. They should just they should just give him a break. Like put him on the IO for a bit. <sighs> just like let him <sighs> let him take a honestly that. I, Honestly, I would, I would actually uh, be happy with that because I want him for uh, the end of fantasy season, obviously. But yeah, so those were uh, last Mets week's. Are- oh. oh yeah, I said the Mets are first place. Yeah, the Mets should also want him at the season. Yep. Mets are being dumb. <laughs> I mean, is that a surprise? <laughs> but uh- no, not at all. Oh, I have a key to your week this week. Oh yeah, one well, one final note on that. You lost one of my favorite young players, Nick Madrigal, but you did yeah. pick up the AL Player of the Week last week. So mm. you're crossing the town of LA. Yep. You no, know, I'm not sure how your fandom feels about that, but Max Stassi has been on fire. So he's uh, he's been we'll playing well. When it comes to fantasy, I uh, I have to uh, I, I I can't hold a. Uh, I actually don't like to have players that I am of my favorite teams. Weirdly enough, this is the same with like with uh football i don't like the draft packers uh i just don't want to root against them or like hope or not if they're on my team obviously i'm rooting for them but i try to separate my my fandom from fantasy which is why i'm a winner yeah well you hear that nick you hear that nick i was talking to my brother i hear you but look at the standings bro (laughs) I'm not that far behind you, so let's let's talk in a week or two and then you can throw that shit all right, well, let's uh, let's just quickly look into uh, this week's matchups. We're halfway through the week. 
Uh, I'm playing, so Losing Edge versus Remind Jack. I'm currently down four to five, but it's pretty close there. Killing Me Smalls is currently down three to four to Tony's Knee Breakers. John Boy's Neighbor is down two to seven, a, a touchdown Heathrow airplane emoji. George Rep Party Pants, first place, is down two to seven to Steroids. Uh, Remind Me Set Team is up eight to one versus Morgan's team. Dodger Doggers down one to eight to Sammy's team. No God Baseballs is down four to six to TBD. And Torsen's team is up five to four to Alex's stinky team. Obviously, halfway through the week, most likely these will all change one way or the other. But uh, something occurred this week, uh, or I guess last week in the MLB. Uh, no more sticky, sticky substances. What's up with that? Why no, uh, why no more spider tack? Why is the MLB trying to make cheating. things less fun? Because it's cheating. But all right, so yeah, this is a weird one because, like, okay, everybody's doing, everybody was doing it, right? Yep. Like, this is one of those things where, like, we think the whole, the whole freaking major league system was doing it. Um, and so I don't know. That's a, yeah, it's weird to just take it away all of a sudden. What I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm not convinced by the Glasnow uh, injury, like hissy fit, but, um, <laughs> but it is interesting, like you got to grip the baseball in a certain way in order to get the results you want. So I don't know. I mean, we, we, I mean, Trevor Bauer came out and had a big thing to say about it. Um, I, about I, this since like 2018. Yeah. I just don't, I, I don't agree with, I don't agree with the MLB making changes like in the middle of the season, especially considering like most players do it. Like this should have been something that happened at the beginning of the season. Like, Hey, no more foreign substances or Hey, here's this foreign substance that everyone could use. Cause they can't even do sunscreen. What is it? Sunscreen and pine tar. I think like, which was super common. I mean, rosin. fucking oh, rosin. Yeah. Uh, rosin. Yeah. Like cause they have rosin legal substances already. Yeah, exactly. Wait, so they can't use rosin and they can't use a rosin. There's no more rosin. Bag? No, no, like, no. That's a- they can use rosin and they can use sunscreen. Just not together. They cannot use rosin and sunscreen. Right. Uh, apparently, there's okay. like some chemical reaction that happens and makes it even stickier than it was. Before. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and like, and like, I mean, the, so just, like, the, the so data there is like very. I was just going to say the data for the rosin and the sunscreen, like, yeah, it does improve spinner rates, but it's not like anything significantly, like, obviously, like spider tack or anything like that. But well, here's what gets my gears is that the MLB knew about this. Rob Manfred knew about this. Rob Manfred just went along with it because the owners wanted him to because they didn't want their players to get caught cheating and they knew they were doing it. And so MLB has deliberately ignored this for years, created a problem that didn't need to happen because once pitchers realize nobody's going to do anything about it, then they get more bold. And so you go from like, oh, I accidentally got sunscreen on my rosin or rosin on my sunscreen. This is actually (laughs) really effective. Instead of having that happen... Now you have these guys who are like basically super gluing their fucking fingers to the baseball and then ripping it off every time they throw. Like it's, it's nuts what these players, some of these players are doing allegedly. And I think this is all Rob, this is Rob Manfred's fault. I a hundred percent agree. And it's, yeah, man, he's awful. uh, is not having a great couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. uh, That you know, you combine that with the, 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 labor relations at this point and um you know we may end up with a, with a strike shortened season at some point in the near future i mean i mean with especially with the covid negotiations that i think lost a lot of uh oh yeah that was bad the groups. 
Yeah. But I, I will say yeah. in the counterpoint, like I, I'm of the belief that we should just create a, a an agreed upon substance and let people cheat because it's more fun when pitchers get better movement. I like mm-hmm. it. But uh, uh, there's Jerry Blevins, who I guess is a former pitcher. He had an interesting uh, tweet that was sort of tweet thread that was making the rounds. He's just like, you know, don't throw so hard. Like yeah. If, if yeah. you need to use sticky stuff in order to get the spin rates that you're looking for because you're throwing the ball so hard, don't throw so hard. Like yeah. it's okay to, to throw 97 instead of 100 or it's okay yeah. to throw 94 instead of 96. And like, I know, I know, you know, you want to beat the hitters, but like a baseball is more fun when hitters hit the ball. Yeah. B, they deadened the ball and C, yeah, like, so make them hit was it. the most popular sport in America when pitchers weren't throwing a hundred. So I don't know. Maybe go back to that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I mean, but I think the inter- it'll be interesting to see which pitchers uh, fall off. That's going to be the yeah, interesting it'll be, thing. It'll be interesting to see if there's if there's going to be an interesting if there's a like a noticeable drop off or not. Yeah, I yeah. mean, people like I've I've heard like people have been like tracking spin rates and all spin rates since like. Since just the announcement that the MLB is going to start looking into foreign substances, spin rates all around the board started to drop. Because uh, I mean, Garrett, Garrett Cole is one of those. Garrett Cole, Trevor Bowers, um, but yeah, well, I don't Trevor know. Bauer publicly pretty much said he was cheating. Like, oh, he's, for sure, he's been publicly cheating for many years. Yeah, but it's just it's just a shitty yeah. situation. Um, it's it, the MLB stupid for doing this right now. Um, <laughs> It just looks bad all around. Yeah, but anyways, yeah, it's just the it the, the worst possible. Should way. they move the mound back? No. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be the that'll be our next segment. That's the worst. Oh, everybody's got these terrible ideas. <laughs> right. We got to do a segment of like of like ideas to improve baseball. Yeah. And, well, well and, quick, uh, quick question. Um, see what happens. With one of the first things I think we talked about, uh, I forgot, like one of the first podcasts we talked about, like the minor league rule changes. Have those shown any significant changes? Because, uh, I mean, they've, they've been playing at this point, right? Or uh, their, their season started a little late. I don't know. So nothing concrete yet. Not enough data. Okay. Well, we well, could always come we'll back to, to that. We'll get Alex back on the we'll yeah. Alex back on here. We'll yeah. Talk about that. Yeah. Come back on that one. All right, y'all. I got to drop, but um, this was great. Yeah. I appreciate Always good you having bringing you. me on. Good yeah. Thanks you. for thanks for organizing. We'll, uh, can't, talk about can't wait to beat you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> All right. All right. Bye. See you, Nick. All right. And with that, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll close out the the podcast. Well, um, let me. I got my. I got my. Oh, your names. Name yeah. My name's Noir. Do we have a and, Do we have a name for this segment? I just kept been calling it best names on the wire, but I don't know. I think it's a little ambiguous because, like, I don't mean like best names on the wire. I mean best names on the wire. All right, so we just got to we got to find a figure out a, a nice little catchy name for the segment because best name on the wire is not good. Well, I I picked I picked a few. I had more than more than last week. All right, well, tell us what um, you got. I I have Kyle Farmer. Which I just enjoy. I, I like that name because his last name is Farmer. But I also like him <laughs> as a player. Like he's eligible 
at catcher, first, second, third, and shortstop, and he's playing pretty much every day with catcher abilities. Yeah, over the last fourteen games. So I thought maybe I'd just throw throw one actually decent suggestion. Out there. I I I won't lie. I, I looked at him today because uh, he has third base uh, eligibility, right? Yeah, because I have uh, everything. Yeah, because I I had to look. I still haven't heard news on um, what's his name on uh, Josh Donaldson. Josh so, uh, but yeah. All right. Who else do you have? I have Chadwick Trump. Chadwick Trump. Yeah, he was a catcher. He's a catcher in the San Francisco system. He did get sent down to AAA, but he went four for nine with a homer in two June starts. Chadwick, Chadwick. Trump. Okay, it's interesting. He sounds like a regal name. I like it. it. Yeah, very regal. Um, the next, the next two are the opposite uh, humor direction. I have Danny Mendick and Richard, <laughs> which I like to call Dick, Dick Flyer. Um, Danny Mendick uh, is second base shortstop outfield. He's took over for Madrigal on the White Sox. He's gone five for twenty and has started uh, five in a row since Madrigal went down. So that's not bad. Know, another guy, another guy to keep your eye on. Um, that man, you got to keep an eye on that Mendick. <laughs> keep an eye on that Mendick. Mendick, uh, and then Dick Blyer, uh, who I do not believe goes by Dick, but he was on the Orioles, and I just it has a real ring to it, right? Like a classic baseball player named Dick mm-hmm. Blyer. Um, he's a reliever in Miami. Uh, he's got four save holds and four innings in his last uh, fourteen days. Twenty three innings pitched, twenty one strikeouts on the season. Okay. Not so too bad. Not a bad reliever. Yeah. Um, and then I got three more, three more pitchers. I've uh, Rex Brothers is a reliever in Chicago. Rex, that sounds uh, like a. Like that sounds like a Great either name. like a moving company or like Rex Brothers or like doesn't that sound like a spy or like somebody about a top gun? Rex Brothers reporting in. <laughs> or like a, a a news reporter. This is Maybe Rex like a Brothers news. with your news at <laughs> well, he's got thirty six strikeouts and twenty one on a third innings. Or he did a Oh wow, that's so actually that's pretty, pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, and then I have two more, Matt Peacock. Which I just thought was an enjoyable name. It is a fun uh, he's name. He's a starter reliever, starter reliever at Arizona. Five twenty six ERA though, and one forty seven WHIP, and thirty nine and a third innings, and only uh, twenty seven strikeouts. So yeah. it might be more, might be better than his talent. Um, and then the last one is Chad Huel. Chad Huel, like that. Cool. Cool. Huel. Cool. Huel. Chad Cool. Cool. He's a starter for Pittsburgh. Um, 652 ERA, the 162 with 29 innings and 22 strikeouts. All right. So, if anyone so wants, cool if stats, anyone wants, very wants cool a, yeah, someone to uh, go add those cool names because uh, it'll make your team that much cooler. But yeah, all right. Uh, sorry about last week. Uh, one more time. Uh, <laughs> but we got this one done. Uh, you guys should have it in your feeds pretty much, uh, pretty soon. Ned, thank you so much for helping as you always do. Any last words? Nope. All right. Everybody have a good night. Set good your luck. lineups. Yes. Set your lineups. Uh, set them I'll Sunday. Trade me a picture. I need to. <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, night, if, if someone needs a short sub, let me know. Good night, everybody. Oh.